2: Gibson of the International Secret Police Zero. 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 Zero.
3: When Speed saves the life of Dawah, son of Lasho Tsiring, an important Tibetan, he wins the man over to the side of the secret police. The boys are invited to stay for a feast given in Speed's honor and also discuss the details of the octopus case. Meanwhile, the criminal, in the guise of Paul Mounier, the scientist, decides to come to Lhasa and visit Tsiring. He arrives just as the boys are beginning the feast, and now, some 42 dishes and 16 courses later, We find our friends leaning back on their cushions, exhausted from the feast.
4: Oh, suffering wangdoodles. I've just eaten enough to last me for two months.
0: (laughs) That's what you
2: say now, Barney, but you'll be howling for breakfast the first thing in the morning. And now, if you will excuse me for a moment, I shall leave you and receive my guest, Mr. Mounier. Oh, uh, shall I come along, Mr. Searing? I would prefer to meet him alone first, Mr. Barlow. By asking him to wait until we had dined, his temper should be quite aroused. Uh, that excellent psychology. First, I shall observe his attitude toward me. And then, at the opportune moment, I shall send Chute the servant to summon you all. I shall not tell him who my other guests are until after you appear in the room. The expression in his eyes will tell me much. Gee, Mr. Seering, you ought to be in the secret police. Perhaps I may serve your organization better by not becoming a member, Speed. And now, if you will pardon me for a little while... Why, of course. We'll wait here for the servant to summon us. Thank you. And watch your step,
4: Mr. T-Ring. You've got a terror sitting in your front
2: room. I do not fear a man like the octopus, Mr. Dunlap. My honored male parent is
5: Phyllis. Too much so to meet such a horrible criminal as you have described, my friend. Well,
0: don't you worry, Dowell. I think your father can take care of himself.
5: <sighs> Where well, my stuff. Well, you didn't have
0: to eat all of everything that was set before you.
4: I didn't. Only ate half of each course, and I did that because Chief Tepo said it was the polite thing to do.
0: Didn't you, Chief? Uh, yes, Mr. Dunder,
4: but I did not Never mean... Never mind uh... what you meant. I was the only polite guy here. The rest of them hardly
1: touched some of the food. <laughs> Gosh, Barney, we've only got room for so much. By the way, Dawah, will you go over this list with me to make sure I've got all the dishes down?
5: Of course, Speed. But why did you write down all the dishes that were served?
1: I want to show the list to my friends back home when we get back to America. They'll want to know everything that happened here in Tibet, even to what
5: we ate. And I can never remember everything. (laughs) Very well. But you will have eaten enough Tibetan food by the time you leave to remember it well, Speed. Now, read off your list, and I'll stop you if you have forgotten anything. Okay, Order,
1: which were nuts and chilies, then that big bowl of macaroni. Oh, gosh.
5: Don't you like macaroni, Mr. Dunlap?
1: Huh? Oh,
4: yeah, kid, I liked it fine. Only hearing about it now, so soon after that
1: dinner, I... I... Don't mind me. (laughs) Uh, Next, the sweet saw. That's the Chinese vegetable. The sheep's kidneys. Fish with vinegar. chilies, and mustard oil. Chong bee. Another Chinese vegetable. And to increase our strength, Chinese slugs. Uh, Oh. Have I got them all so far, Dawa? Uh, Yes, feed. Uh, Then came the radishes. Carrots. Yaw's tongue. Roast mutton. Sheep's liver. Yeah, Sheep's... we ate every bit of the sheep but the... Uh,
0: never mind your wisecracks, Barney. Give the kids a chance. I'm
4: not stopping them. Anyhow, you're
1: supposed to be planning and shouldn't be hearing any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, then we had shrimps, another Chinese vegetable, Chinese nuts, crystallized sugar, raisins, dates, almonds, shark's fin, Chinese peas.
5: Uh, rentals
1: that Indian vegetable. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Dawa. After that, we had roast meat with sea slugs, pastry puffs contained in meat, peas, shrimps and wosin, another Chinese vegetable, stewed mutton, fish again, peas with sugar, bamboo roots, pears, young sprouts of pea plant sweetened, and then we had some more pastry puffs contained in sweet stuff, fish and seaweed. This was supposed to remove hoarseness.
4: and believe me, I was hoarse from swallowing by that time.
1: (laughs) Fried mutton. Bishop Doman's, Chinese cabbage, and another bowl of rice.
4: I guess that's all. All and enough. (laughs) You have my sympathy, Mr. Dunlap. I need all your sympathy, Chief, and another pillow in the bargain.
5: (laughs) You are most fortunate that we are not at our country home, Mr. Dunlap. How come? Well, there, after a feast such as this, we go for a walk around the gardens, then return for tea and cakes. What? More food? Not only more food to eat, but more to look at. For after our return, the servants bring the raw joints of the meat that is left to show us what good meat we have eaten.
4: Oh!
5: (laughs) Young master? Yes,
2: Chute? Your honored male pant requests that you and your guests appear in the visiting room.
4: Thank you.
0: Good. I've been waiting for this.
2: Help me up off this pillow, will you, Speed?
4: I can't move. Sure, Barney. Uh,
5: Oh... (sighs)
4: I'm up. Never thought I'd make it.
5: I am most anxious to look upon the face of this
0: octopus. You will see nothing to arouse your suspicion, Dawa. The man is a master at disguise and makeup.
1: Well, you're better than the octopus at disguises, Clint.
0: Well, oh, thanks, Pete, but let's forget me for the time being. I want you boys particularly to watch your step. Don't betray by word or action that you know Mounier to be anything but the famous scientist he pretends to be. You understand? Yes, sir.
5: I shall not betray my innermost thoughts. You may depend on me.
0: That's a good boy. Leave the talking to Barney and me, Speed. And, Barney, you'd better not say too much.
4: Don't worry. For once, you can have the whole stage, old pal. I'll just be looking on and digesting my supper. All right, come along, then. Odawa, you'd better go first, since we're your
2: guests.
5: Of course. Through this door. Thank you,
2: darling. I am anxious that you should meet my son, Mr. Mounier. Since he must someday take my place... I wish him to know men of science. Tibet has a need for such men.
3: I am as anxious to meet the son of such a great man as yourself, Honorable Tsering. I have lived in seclusion since coming to your country because my work necessitated it. Uh, but hearing of you, knowing of the good that you are doing, Tibet, I felt that we should know one another. I...
2: Oh. Hello, Mr. Mounier.
5: Honored Mel parent, I have brought our guest.
2: Thank you, Dawa. You, uh... You seem startled, Mr. Meunier. I... <laughs> I must confess that
3: I am, sir. You see, I have met your guests before, under rather peculiar circumstances. <laughs> yes, that's right. In fact, we uh, broke into your home to bring about our first meeting. <laughs> Did we not, Mr. Meunier? That is correct, Mr. Vala. Our friends thought me to be some sort of a criminal, Mr. Ziering. What was it you called me, uh... Uh, some sort of a fish. The octopus. Ah, Yes, yes, that is
2: right. Thank you, Mr. Dunlap. You're welcome. I was explaining to Mr. Meunier that our feast kept us from him so long. When you have been in Tibet longer and come from your seclusion more often, Mr. Meunier, you will understand our customs better. I did not mind waiting, Mr. Tsering. As a matter
3: of fact, I rather enjoyed it. I have been working hard, of late. Resting here in your home was somewhat of a luxury. And since I came from the pass of the Iron Dagger just to call on you, I had no reason to hurry. Just to call on me? Yes. Yes, we have much in common.
4: I wouldn't say that. Mr. Tsi Ring works for the good of Tibet and her people. And I work for her harm. You're not interested in Tibet, are you, Mr. Mounier? I thought you went to that hideaway in the past so as nobody would bother you. So as you could carry on your mysterious experiments to your heart's content.
3: You have a good memory for my words, Mr. Dunlap. Like an elephant. <laughs> do you know, Mr. Barlow, I believe your aide still suspects me of being the octopus. Oh. Well, why? Huh? <laughs> what do you
0: mean? Well, there was no suspicion in his statement, Mr. Meunier. He was merely repeating what you yourself once told us.
3: Yes, yes, that is true. But I am beginning to think I was wrong, Mr. Barlow.
1: Too much seclusion is not good. Then you mean we can visit you oftener? Why, uh, oh, I'd like uh, to show Darwa your laboratory if I could.
5: He'd like it. Oh, yes, indeed, Mr. Monnier. I should enjoy visiting your home very much.
3: It is impossible just now, I'm sorry to say. In a few weeks, I shall welcome you, Speed. But now, uh, no. I am in the midst of my most important experiment. I allow no one in my laboratory, not even my servants. Oh, I see. Okay, we'll wait. Uh, and now I must intrude no longer, Mr. Searing. I shall return another time when you are not entertaining guests. Perhaps uh, tomorrow. I am spending the night in Lhasa.
2: As you wish, Mr. Mounier. Shoot. Yes, Aladwane? Please escort Mr. Mounier to the outer door. Yes. Thank
3: you.
1: Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening to you, Good Mr. To Mr. Meunier.
5: Meunier.
1: I am I glad to see him go.
5: And that? Kindly old gentleman, is the world's worst criminal? I can hardly believe it. You
4: believed that arrow that almost
2: punctured you, didn't you?
5: Oh, yes.
2: Well, you can count that arrow as that guy's calling card. He is truly a dangerous man, Mr. Barlow. His eyes glittered like cold fire when you came in with my son. And well, I'm glad you recognized the evil in him, Mr.
0: Searing. You must believe in our cause if you're to help us at all.
2: Would it be well for me to follow Mounier,
0: Mr. Barlow, to discover where he went? No. I can't ask you to remain on this case any longer, Chief Depot. You've been ordered to return to Nogchukar tonight. We can't interfere with your duties any more than we have. I must return, that is true, but I shall come back to Lhasa as soon as possible. Good. And I think you'll find us at uh, Mr. C. Ring's country home.
4: Huh? Are we going to take a vacation? Vacation?
0: Nothing. Uh, can we go to your country home, C. Ring? Of course, Mr. Barlow. I promise to help you in every way. But we must do it secretly so as not to endanger your life or that of your son.
4: You mean we're
5: going to go there and the octopus mustn't suspect we're there on official business? Exactly. I have it. We could invite these friends there for the picnic day, honored male parent. The day that is called Zamling Chisang, the incense of the whole world. It falls on the day following tomorrow. Don wa
1: You've got something there. Why do you want to go to the country, Clint? Because
0: Searing's home commands a view of the pass of the Iron Dagger. The octopus is up to something. Since he was so insistent that we shouldn't visit him for a while. And we're going to find out what he's up to. Mm.